Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. I think the first part is really just focusing on what the goals are. Is it a branding tool to help with client relationships or partner relationships? Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO, search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluff and we only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. This is also the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. And normally we interview guests and they give us their best real estate investing advice ever. But it's a special day because it's the weekend. Today is Sunday. It's skill set Sunday. And we're going to talk about a specific skill that will help you in your entrepreneurial endeavors as a real estate investor. And content marketing is so incredibly important. And within content marketing, self-publishing and getting your word out there, getting thought leadership out there in, in the space that we're in is incredibly important. And I've seen that firsthand help my business as an author of The Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever, Volume 1, soon to be Volume 2, where we self-published. And with us today, we've got someone who has self-published not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, 12, <laughs> 12 books on Amazon. And he's going to talk us through how to self-publish and tips and tricks. How you doing, Mike Fishbein? Hey, Joe. Thanks so much for having me on the show. My pleasure. I'm excited to dig into this and learn more about how to self-publish successfully on Amazon and lessons learned along the way. A little bit about Mike. He is an inbound marketer and co-founder of a company called Get Superscript, 
which focuses on marketing for technology companies and consumer brands. He grew a consumer website from zero unique visitors per month to 25,000 unique visitors per month and has generated over 10,000 leads. He's a best-selling author of, as I mentioned, 12 self-published books on Amazon. He's based in New York City, New York. You can say hi to him at his website. You can just click through in the show notes page. With that being said, Mike, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure. That's a great introduction, Joe. been in marketing for about five years now. It started off as really just a little bit of a hobby. I was just kind of blogging on the side while I was working at a full-time job and ended up growing my blog traffic pretty significantly and then started self-publishing some books and then started helping some businesses do the same. What type of books are you self-publishing? You mentioned I've self-published a dozen books. It may seem like a lot. My strategy has been to publish shorter books on more specific niche topics. And I've published mostly just based on my personal interests and the interests of my blog readers. Just thinking about how can I provide value to them and to the people on the Amazon platform. So my topics have mostly been about marketing and personal development. And most recently, a book, of course, about self-publishing. All right. Well, let's dive into it. We are real estate investors. We want to be thought leaders in the space if we're not already we know as a thought leader, we will be receiving more business and have more qualified relationships and leads coming in our door. So self-publishing is the path of least resistance to getting a book out there. How do we successfully self-publish on Amazon and what are some things we need to know? I definitely think it can benefit real estate investors quite a bit. I think the first part is really just focusing on what the goals are. Is it a branding tool to help with client relationships or partner relationships? Is it an acquisition channel as a way to attract, again, customers or partners? Or is it an asset that's going to generate income similar to the way that a real estate investment might do? So once you have your goals in mind, that's going to help shape some of the strategies. But after that, I really like to think that success self-publishing on Amazon it really just comes down to two major factors. The first is traffic, which basically means getting visitors to see your book, attracting people to your book page. And the second is really just conversion and making sure that when people do land on your page that they actually buy the book. And as you can imagine, that breaks up into a lot of smaller strategies and tactics within each of those two broader strategies. All right, well, let's dig into them. Traffic, how do we get more people to the book page? Great question. So one of the first things to know is when you self-publish a book on Amazon, you're tapping into the world's largest bookstore. You're literally putting your book out there on the digital shelf, so to speak, of the world's largest bookstore. So with that, for a lot of authors, especially authors that are just starting out and don't have a huge platform of their own, and frankly, even for authors that do have a pretty large platform, Amazon itself is going to be one of the largest and best and most effective sources of traffic. So by understanding the Amazon algorithm and how Amazon decides what books they should be promoting on their platform, you can really jumpstart your results. So what do I mean by that? What does Amazon really look for? So as you can imagine, given Amazon makes a commission on book sales, they want to make sure that they're promoting 
the best possible books, books that the readers are going to actually buy. And so to do that, they don't actually just have a team of people that's constantly browsing all the books on Amazon, figuring out which ones to show. They use an algorithm to determine what they should be displaying on the platform. And the algorithm looks for indicators that a book is high quality. And these are indicators like how many downloads has the book had, specifically how many downloads have come within a short amount of time. So if Amazon sees a bunch of people are buying the book within a day or a few days, then Amazon says, wow, there must be a lot of demand for this book. We should promote it. Another factor is reviews. Obviously, you've probably seen reviews on any Amazon product or book page. And when Amazon sees a higher volume of good reviews, as you can imagine, that tells them that they should be promoting their book. So you may be wondering if I need to sort of bring some readers to the party, so to speak, before Amazon will take over, how can I do that? And there are a few different strategies you can take that really depend on what type of business you're in, but some strategies that have been most effective for me has been building a blog audience, so again, using that content marketing that you mentioned before, and specifically building an email list so that I have an engaged audience of people who are interested in receiving information about my latest content and my latest books. Outside of one's own author platform, there are a number of promotional sites that purely serve the purpose of promoting self-published authors, which is, is really, really nice to help sort of small guys, so to speak, to sort of overcome the challenge of competing against big publishers. And these are sites like Buck Books is a really big and really popular one. Bookbub.com is another big one and an effective one. And you can promote your book to their thousands and thousands of people who like to read self-published books. Will you say those two again? Sure, yeah. Buck Books. I think it's buckbooks.net. Okay. And the other one is bookbub. And I believe that's bookbub.com. Okay. Are those sites basically people go on and join for certain rewards for checking out a number of books and then people go on and promote the books, something like that? It's pretty similar. It's basically people sign up to learn about new books. And they have opted into receiving information about new books, and so the sites have their website, but most of them have a really powerful email list. So especially like in the case of BookBub, people opt into certain categories or certain topics of books, and so they build really large and engaged audiences of people who are interested in specific topics of books. Okay. As far as the traffic to get people to see it on the page, you said it's based on the Amazon algorithm, which is one, how many people are actually buying it, and then two, the reviews. What tactics have you used to generate authentic reviews? Great question. First and foremost, I want to say you know, writing a great book is absolutely essential. You're not going to be able to get sustainably positive reviews without doing so. So that's definitely number one at the top of the list. But building from there, a few things have been pretty effective for me. One is I ask my email list. Again, people have gotten value from my content in the past and have expressed interest in more information. As I'm launching a book, I'll, I'll ask them to leave an honest review. I do ask some friends and family to check out my book, read it, and leave an honest review as well. That kind of you know, burns out pretty quickly, but I can get you a few. And adding on to asking my email list, Within my books, I actually offer like a free upgrade. I offer like a bonus ebook. And so I send people from the book onto a landing page where they can opt in for more content, like a free checklist. And in that, they get a, an automated email called an email autoresponder. And in one of those emails, I'll ask them for a review as well. 
Those have really been my main strategies. Okay. So that's getting traffic to the page. What about the conversion aspect of it? The conversion part even contributes to traffic. Amazon wants to know if they're going to promote your book, that they're actually going to buy it. But yeah, getting into conversion strategies. So as you know, if you're working with a publisher, they kind of produce the book for you. Designs, create your book description, they, they write your title, all that stuff. But when you're self-publishing, it falls on you. It's more work, but you do get a, a much higher percentage of the royalties. So what matters? What factors into a reader actually buying your book? And if you look at an Amazon page, you can see there are really just a few key elements, a few key factors a potential reader has to look at to determine if they're going to get value for your book. And I'll list those off. The first is a title. This is something that they'll see even before they land on your book page. Like maybe if they're browsing on Amazon, they'll just see your title and that's going to either pique their interest, inspire them to click. It's, it's either going to show that it's a topic that's going to be valuable to them or it's not. And the other one along those lines is cover design. So it's really critical to get a really strong cover design. So find a great designer who can do a really succinct design that stands out and engages the reader and inspires the reader to buy. Where do you get your cover design? I got a referral from a friend, actually. I've tried a bunch of different services. You can try Upwork, which are where I've had mixed results. I think the best thing I would, I would recommend doing is asking someone you know for a recommendation, checking out their portfolio, and then just working with them on a small project from there. Okay. After that, it's the Amazon description. I think the mistake that some authors make is they basically, description is kind of just like information about their book, but it's really critical for the book description to be something that's going to really encourage the reader to buy, to actually take action. So I like to, yes, definitely include what the book is about, but I like to clearly highlight how they're going to benefit from the specific book, even to the point of using bullet points within the description and doing it in a way that's really relatable to the target reader for the book. Those are the main ones, and the other one is just the reviews, which we talked about already. What are your thoughts on the amount of copy that you have in the description? Short, long, bulleted list? What do you do? I guess I go about medium. I've seen books achieve success short, both short, long, and medium. My descriptions, I guess, are about 600 words on average would be my guess. What else do we need to know as real estate investors who are going to put together a self-published book and achieve success on Amazon through it? I guess the one thing we haven't really talked about is the book itself. Make sure that you are writing a book that's going to be really valuable to the audience that you're trying to reach. Make sure you're answering the questions that they have, solving the challenges that they're facing in their day-to-day -day life, and then create a book that solves that in a really effective way. Tell engaging stories and, and provide really actionable advice. What business results have you noticed after publishing the book? And you've published 12. It might be tough, but maybe some business results as a result of publishing any or all of them. Like I kind of said in the beginning, is it depends on what your goals are. Unfortunately, I've been able to achieve several different goals with my books. First, it's enabled me to make money, to put it bluntly. I'm on Amazon, and people are constantly finding my books, both on Amazon and through my blog and my content marketing. It's helped me to build my brand by putting out a piece of content about these topics like marketing. I'm able to establish that I'm an expert in the topic. And so as I'm meeting partners and customers and they see this, it helps improve my, I guess, my image and my credibility. And third, it's been a way to generate leads and build an audience on itself. So uh, Amazon has a much bigger audience than I do and bigger than most people do. And so by being on Amazon, I'm able to 
attract people that wouldn't have otherwise found me. And, and as I mentioned, I offer free bonus content within my book where I send people back to a landing page where they can download bonus content like an ebook or a checklist in exchange for their email address. And that's enabled me to keep building my audience where I can promote my business, promote my content, promote my future books. Some people even do like video courses or coaching or consulting that they can sell as kind of a back-end product to their books. How many times do you mention the free bonus guide in your book and where do you mention it? I just do it about two to three times. I do it once at the end of the introduction in the beginning of the book, once at the very end of the book. So I give a conclusion and I just say, hey, if you want more. So for example, in my self-publishing book, your first bestseller, I I provide an Amazon self-publishing checklist. I sort of recap the entire book and then I say, if you want a checklist of the key items, you can head back to this website and this will kind of walk you through it. So I include it at the end. And then maybe one other time throughout the book, I'll just kind of mention it contextually. How many unique visitors do you have on your website now? And where have you grown it from? I'm doing a little over 5,000 visitors, depending on the month. I've grown it a few main ways. I guess the biggest right now and what's been the most sustainable has been search, getting traffic through Google. And that basically means I have a handful of blog posts that are uh, you know, uh, really good, not to toot my own horn, but Google really wants to provide searchers with the best and most relevant results. And so I cover some specific topics in a really comprehensive way, and that gets me sustainable traffic. When I'm first publishing a post, I'll get a lot of social traffic. I'll promote it on my social channels. I'll distribute it in a bunch of different social platforms. And a handful of posts that I've written in the past, I still get a decent amount of social shares. And the channel I've been tapping into more recently is medium.com. I've been just putting a lot of blog posts on medium.com, and I'm linking back to my website from there. And what is medium.com? I would describe it as YouTube for articles. It's a platform. It was actually created by the founders of Twitter. So it's kind of like Twitter as well, but again, for long-form content for articles. It's just a place where anybody can write and, and publish articles, and you get the benefit of their kind of network effect, if you will. They have a built-in audience that you can tap into. What's the differentiating feature? People go there and read articles, or is it handpicked for them based on their preferences, or is it just like a MSN.com homepage? Or I would say a mix of both. So people on Medium can follow different topics and follow different people, and then they'll get content based on that. But at the same time, it's Medium has kind of become its own publication, like the way somebody might go to or the WashingtonPost.com or the WallStreetJournal.com, people go to Medium.com. And if your content's there, they can find your content. Anything else that we should talk about as it relates to having a successful self-published book on Amazon? I would just say create a really valuable book. Make sure you're providing value. Produce your book really well so that your visitors convert and find a way to market and promote your book. The best way being to build an author platform. I've used blogging and content marketing and an email list, but there are many ways to do that. There are many ways. Find whichever one makes the most sense and fits most naturally with your skill set. Best ever listeners. I've chosen podcasting and then I've used the podcasting to then extend out in other platforms like Amazon and self-publishing as well as YouTube and and others. But have your primary platform first and then build from there. Don't try and be everywhere at once. Mike, thank you so much for being on the show. 
talking through how to successfully self-publish on Amazon, talking about the traffic and the conversion, the one-two punch, and your one expert level tip of having a bonus guide within the book where you have a call to action to build your database that way, as well as just giving us an overview of how Amazon ranks your self-publishing success or your book rather on Amazon through their algorithm and different ways to have successful conversions. One is in the cover design and the other is in the Amazon description and then new platforms like medium.com. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever weekend and where can the best ever listeners learn more about you? Yeah, thanks a lot for having me, Joe, and looking forward to seeing everybody's book out there on Amazon. Best place to find me is probably on my website, mfishbine.com. Thanks a lot, Mike. Have a wonderful day. Empire Industries, a national award-winning company and the fastest-growing property management company in Houston, would like to offer you, best ever listener, a 30-day love-us-or-leave-us guarantee. Contact Empire Industries at 888-866-6727 for more info. That's 888-866-6727.